something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studio Home of the premier radio bowling talk show PBA Hall of Famer Len Nicholson was instrumental in developing the PBA Lane Maintenance Program in 1971, which is still referred to today. He was a founding member of the Bowling Foundation, which was created to finding solutions to scoring issues in bowling. He was also a recipient of the Bowling Industry's Flowers for the Living Award and the John Davis Award in recognition for his contributions to this great sport. And with over 1,200 shows spanning 21 years, this may be the longest-running podcast in human history. So, Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Keiko Company. Well, Phantom fans, this week's guest is a man that I have known and respected for well over 40 years. He is a talented in so many ways that we don't have time to mention everything. But for starters, he's the only man that I know who has a college degree in bowling lane management. And besides being one of the most knowledgeable lane men I ever met, he has managed and operated several bowling centers. And along with his wife, they owned two bowling centers and he has visited 30 countries promoting our great sport of bowling. And at one time, he was a national marketing manager for Brunswick. And then in 2019, he became the PBA services director for members, including the junior director. So here he is again, my friend, Mike Sleds. Hi, Mike, and welcome back to Phantom Radio. Hey, Lenny, how are you? Welcome back, and thanks for having me. So, just, just one thing. I, I'm sure you know other people that have a degree in bowling lane management. Um, just a little side note. So we it, every year at uh, Bowl Expo, we try to get all the graduates of the program together for a picture, and uh, it, it, it's usually Bill Madavina from Classic who puts this thing together. And uh, we uh, we gathered everybody this year, and guess how many people there were. Uh, at Bowl Expo, attending Bowl Expo, that graduated from Vincennes with a, a degree in bowling lanes management. Oh, boy. You know, I really don't know. Um, I'm sure I know some of the people, but uh, go ahead. Give me a number. It was it was close to 30. Wow. Yeah, and it was uh, – and actually, the night before, I was with Mr. Matavina, and we had an over-and-under bet on what the number was, and the over-under was 15. I took the under – and I do owe Bill Matavina $20, of which I will be paying him shortly. So. <laughs> you know, the thing I remember hearing about Vincennes was uh, one of my old mentors. He gave a class there one time. That was Danny Galicchio, um, the resurfacer from Utah, uh, Utica. Do you, do you remember him? Yep. I remember Danny, yep. Okay. He told me all about that one time he went to Vincennes. I'm not sure if it was the same year. Uh, that you went there, but uh, I know he put on a class. I, I, I will say that they did determine during the photo that I was the um, 
the graduate from the farthest graduating class, me and Mike Cozy from uh, Hammond, Indiana. So, well, the only reason I mentioned uh, you're the only one that I really recognized offhand is because over the years I've gotten probably four million phone calls about what do I do with my lanes, and I thought, man, I'm guess I'm the only guy that knows anything because uh, they don't call anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just know to call the best. That's why. Oh, stop. Yeah, I learned so much from you. In fact, uh, anytime I'm in front of a group, I always thank all the mentors that I learned from because I've never invented anything myself. I just stole a lot of information from all the great lame guys I met around the country, and, and definitely you were one of them, Parts. I, I always enjoyed our, our company and our, the times that we got together, which was not often enough as far as I was concerned. But anyway... I want to publicly thank you for all the goodies that you sent us to, to give away to our junior members. Uh, we give away prizes to our kids, all the members. If they call me up and ask me a question, we give them a prize. We want them to stay tuned because that's all we want to do is pass along knowledge and information. We don't run tournaments. All we want to do is expose these kids to the public and let them know how good these kids really are. But I really appreciate that, Barge. Thanks again. Oh, no problem. And we will be at Junior Gold uh, next week. And uh, after Junior Gold, we'll have some new giveaways. I'll, I'll ship you another box of some new stuff, too. Oh, awesome. You know, that's one of the questions I'm going to ask you. But uh, I got a few questions that, that for you this week. And, and one of them is, if you don't mind, uh, give us a quick update, because we do have a lot of juniors listening to the show, because we forced them into it because that's part of the deal with being a member. Is they got to listen to the show because we want to pass along as much as we can to them. But if you don't mind, could you give us a quick update on your junior regional events that you've had so far this year? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've had uh, two, four, six, eight so far. Um, and uh, we've, we've going to have a total of 16 events this year. Um, our next tournament that's coming up is uh, at Myrtle Beach at the end of this month, and I, I think we'll talk about that in a little bit. But it's been it's been going great, as you mentioned. You know, the kids are so talented. I mean, it, I, I think I mentioned this on our last call. Uh, one of the most satisfying parts of my job is getting to work with the junior program uh, and working with these kids because it's just it's amazing the talent, the uh, knowledge these kids have, the the strategies they put into place, the camaraderie, the sportsmanship. I mean, it's just refreshing to be around all of these juniors whenever they're bold. You're so right. Um, as I mentioned again, the last time we spoke, I got involved. I went to a couple of junior tournaments. One was in Indianapolis, and then we had a, a junior tournament up here in Sacramento. And I went out there, and I saw these kids, the enthusiasm, the knowledge that they had. And the talent just amazed me. And I'm thinking, we got to get them some more exposure. And that's the main thing that I got this thing going for. And, and uh, you mentioned Myrtle Beach. And uh, I heard that you're going to have another tournament there. I know you just mentioned it, but I had that in my notes. So what's going on there? Yeah, so, yeah, I did want to talk about the Myrtle Beach event because this is going to be a little bit of a unique one. Um, when we had our last call, uh, I, I had sort of, it referenced the fact that we were going to be making an announcement of a partnership. And 
Uh, that was with Recruit US or Recruit Us, um, which is the official collegiate recruiting partner for PBA Junior. And they've partnered with a whole bunch of other tournament groups around the country. But, you know, they fill a gap that um, I think is really needed in junior bowling because, you know, th th there are so many collegiate programs across the country that have bowling in college that offer scholarships. But a lot of the parents don't really know, where do I go? How do I, how do, how do I find out? You know, to, how do I get a collegiate program to recruit my son or daughter? And Recruit Us is one of those those people that fill the voids. It's uh, uh, Billy Gasson, who you know probably, and then Dennis Strohmeyer are the ones that are uh, running that program. And we partnered with them, and uh, they reached out to me to do something special at the, at the Myrtle Beach program. So uh, we've added a whole bunch of activities to the weekend uh, that, that Recruit Us is going to be doing. So number one, like on Friday night, we have our optional practice session. And right before the practice session, uh, they're going to have a whole bunch of different collegiate coaches in town for the event. Uh, so from one to three on Friday, they're going to have a collegiate coach meet and greet and clinic. Um, and then on Saturday, uh, we have our, our tournament that starts at 10 a.m. with the qualifying round. And then when they get done about two, uh, they're going to be putting on two different workshops. And the way they're going to work it is they're going to have the kids attend one workshop and the parents attend another, and then they're going to flip. And uh, the, the workshops are going to be about uh, the mindset gear workshop and then the apex mental performance services workshop. So again, both the parents and the kids are going to have an opportunity to attend both of them um, while they're there. It's, it's really a great program. And again, I, I encourage all of the kids that are listening or kids that will be attending this this event uh, to take advantage of this, meet the guys from Recruit Us, and, and start to learn about college because, it, you know, there's we're out there bowling for scholarship dollars for these kids, and, you know, there's there's a lot of collegiate programs out there that will, you know, add some some college scholarships to those, uh, those smart funds that the kids already have. So um, we're really excited about that, and we're looking forward to, to working with them at Myrtle Beach. Yeah, that is so awesome. You know, it's kind of funny. The, the last time we talked, you mentioned Billy Gasson, and I contacted them, and I had him on the show. And I'll tell you what, you talk about a guy that's uh, knowledgeable. He's been around a long time, and he, he keeps telling me he's going to retire, but he can't get away. He says he loves it too much. But, yeah, he's a world of knowledge. What a heck of a good guy. And that's great that you guys are lined up with Recruit Us. Uh, you mentioned the junior gold qualifier. Um, that's a big deal. Uh, when does all that start, Pards? So, again, that's another, another add-on that we're doing with the Myrtle Beach events. So, typically, our PBA junior events are not junior gold qualifiers. And to be honest with you, I mean, just personally, I, I just have not run a junior gold qualifier in a long time. And I remember it used to be a lot of paperwork and a lot of extra steps. And, and Billy and I had a chat. Uh, about a month ago, and he was suggesting, hey, why don't we try it um, and, and see? So we are going to be uh, our Myrtle Beach event, which is going to happen at the end of this month. It's July 28th to the 30th. Um, it is a, uh, it will be a junior gold qualifier for 2024. So, um, you know, again, we're excited to try that just to see how it works. And uh, if if Billy is right and it's not a lot of work, we may be adding that as a as a little add-on to some of our other tournaments going forward. 
you know, I remember hearing all about that before I even got involved with all this junior stuff. And they get a ton of entries, if I recall, right? Do you, do you know about how many they had last year or anything? Well, I, I, when I was at Bowl Expo, I was talking to some of the staff at USBC, and, and yeah, there are over 4,000 entries for this year. Um, <laughs> and, I, you know, we're, like I mentioned before, we're going to be at the trade show, which is on Saturday, July 15th. Uh, PBA Junior will have a booth there. And I, I, I tell you, it, it is an exhausting day. Uh, the trade show is open, I think, from 8 until 6. And literally every one of those 4,000-plus kids is at that uh, trade show because it's partnered with their registration. They, they pretty much have to stop by and uh, it's just nonstop all day long. And all of, all of the ball manufacturers are there and they all have uh, staff players that are there and the lines for autographs are just incredibly long. And uh, it's, it's a great event. The enthusiasm, it's, it, it's a lot of work and it's exhausting, but it's, I mean, it flies by because it, there's just so many kids and parents there. So it's really good. You know, with the amateur status and all those kind of things that are going on in, in most all sports, actually, um, I got a question the other day from a junior bowler that uh, he's also a golfer and a tennis player. He says he's 10 years old and he, he's pretty good at all of them. And in fact, I talked to his mom and she told me, yeah, he didn't know what to do and, and blah, blah, blah. So he said, well, the only problem with bowling is the cost of the bowling balls. He's like, I can buy a tennis racket for a hundred bucks, but some of these balls are a couple of hundred. When you're an amateur junior bowler, is there a way to be on a staff of these ball companies or, or how does that work, Mike? Do you know? I, I honestly, I do not, Lenny. And that's, that's a great question. I, I do know that, you know, with the amateur status rules and different things like that, um, you know, there are rules in place from USBC's point. But then when you get into each different state, there are so many different rules and regulations that, that swap from state to state. It's, it's just very, very tricky. So I would recommend, I, I do know that a lot of junior players do have uh, ball companies on their jerseys. So I, I don't know exactly how or what that relationship is like. So I think any parent or junior that's interested should probably reach out to the ball companies and just see. Um, I do know that several of them work with high school teams and different things like that, where they, they're able to provide equipment to the teams at a discount. But again, it's, I think it depends on the locale, the state association, as far as high school and all that. It's just, it's, it, it's crazy. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to get on my soapbox here, but it's, it's, it's just so restrictive. Uh, even for kids that are participating in a high school season, what they can and cannot bowl um, because of the rules of the state associations. And they're, they're actually limiting these kids from being able to participate in scholarship tournaments and, and, and win money to put away towards education. And it's just sort of like a, you know, talking out of the both ends of the mouth with these, these high school associations, but I'm going to stop right there before I get in trouble. <laughs> I understand. It's easy to get in trouble sometimes when you want to get your point across because some things just don't make any sense at all. But uh, the one great thing that I, I love about the junior program is you can win money, but it goes into that smart account, which is run by the USBC. And then that is applied to college when you go. It must be a monumental bookwork kind of a thing to keep track of all these kids and how much they've earned and, and all that kind of stuff. But 
if they don't go to college, that money just goes into limbo someplace, right? Yep, exactly. Or if they don't use it. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that, uh, that we're trying to, as far as we're concerned, trying to make the kids aware that are participating in our programs at Bolero Centers, that, you know, sometimes they, a, a, a kid may bowl in a tournament and win $100. Um, and then they don't participate in any tournaments or whatever. And then they graduate, they go to college and they forget that they have a hundred dollars in their smart account. And, you know, they should check that because I mean, a hundred dollars can buy at least a book. Um, you know, it, it, and as long as that money is there, um, you know, those, those, those kids, when they're ready for an education in college, they, they should utilize those funds and, and apply them towards something. So. I get it. I understand it fully. Um, like you said, every state's probably different, and that'd be the thing to do is contact the ball companies in your area, find out uh, what you can do and what you can't do. But, uh, you know, we could talk for hours and hours, Parge, but before we run out of time, uh, we've got time, but I got to ask you about one more thing, and that's probably the biggest of all. I'm not sure, but uh, this sounds big to me, the PBA Junior National Championships. Uh, when's that? What's that all about? And give us a rundown. Yeah, um, so that is our annual event. Um, you probably saw the TV show. It took place at the Tournament of Champions this year back in March. Um, so what we do is we run five qualifying events around the country. Uh, they'll all be on the weekend of August 11th through the 13th. And we've got uh, an East Regional that will be held at Bolero North Brunswick in North Brunswick, New Jersey. Our South Regional will be at Bolero Austell in Marietta, Georgia. The uh, Midwest Central Regional will be at AMF West Lanes in Milwaukee, and I will be the one running that event. So if anybody's trying to pick one, come on to Milwaukee. Then our Southwest event will be at North Rock Lanes in Wichita, Kansas. And then our uh, West Regional will be at Forest Lanes in Lake Forest, California. So again, those are all going to be the weekend of August 11th through the 13th. And what we do is we have uh, the schedule is, is is pretty cool. Friday we have uh, a practice session Friday evening, and then right before the practice session, uh, our friends at Storm sponsor a uh, pro Q and A. So they kindly are sending a staff member to each of our locations, and we just have an hour long sit down with the players and the kids, and they get to ask questions. Uh, it's, it's always a very entertaining, you know, engaging event for the kids. They all appreciate it, uh, and that'll be on Friday. And then Saturday we do uh, two blocks of qualifying. And the unique thing we've we've made changes to the to the qualifiers this year. And again, I, I always like to say that the PBA Junior Program is, is a work in progress because I, I do listen and appreciate feedback from parents and players, and we we try to tweak things. And um, one of the things that they had mentioned was, you know, in previous years, we would have all of the qualifying on Saturday, we'd make a cut, and then the kids that made the cut would come back on Sunday. Well, the parents really would prefer, and the kids would, if they could bowl both days. So we added an extra qualifying round. So we've got, uh, the kids are bowling 15 games of qualifying in three blocks, and two of them on Saturday, and one is on Sunday morning before we make the cut. And the unique thing this year is, uh, we worked with our PBA lane maintenance staff, and we actually created three new PBA lane patterns, oil patterns, um, that are just for PBA Junior. So we created the uh, 
uh, Bill O'Neill pattern, which is 36 feet, the Danielle McEwen pattern, which is 41 feet, and then the EJ Tackett pattern, which is 44 feet. Each round of qualifying will be bowled on one of those patterns. So they'll hit three different patterns in the qualifying portion before we make the cut. Um, then on Sunday, after we do the last qualifying, we make the cut to the top 16 in each division, and we do an elimination bracket, best of three games in each round, and, and that will determine our regional champion uh, for each of the five regions. And then what we do is we'll take the top two, so the two kids in both the boys' and the girls' divisions uh, who make it to the championship match for each regional are then invited to our, our, our national finals, which will take place in early 2024 at a PBA national tour stop location. Uh, and again, that'll be televised. It'll be on TV. Um, and it's a, it's a great format. It's a, the kids are all excited about it every year. I'm excited about it. It's, it's one of our uh, premier events. And again, that's going to be in August. And we're looking forward to seeing which kids rise to the top again this year. You know what? That's one of the things that really got me interested in this junior program was I ran into that show. I was watching the bowlers and all that, and, and I, all of a sudden I'd see these juniors come on there, and I'll never forget there was a young girl named Love. I can't remember her whole name right now, but she was bowling. I think she was a two-hander. And, and this other gal, Caitlin Abagania, you probably know both of these gals, but they were on the show. Yep. And I'm telling you what, you talk about form, beauty, class, fundamentals, the whole nine yards. I'm looking, and I find out they're like 12 and 13, 14 years old. I'm going, oh, my God. I remember watching all the great lady bowlers over the years, and these girls could fit right in right now. So uh, that's the one, one of the major reasons I got involved. Uh, the talent out there, we've mentioned it before, but I'm mentioning it again. Unbelievable how these kids are, man. It's awesome. Yep. And and Bella, Bella Love Castillo is her actually her name. And she uh she just competed in our regional that was last weekend uh at Thousand Oaks, Bolero Thousand Oaks in San Antonio. And uh she thought shot a three hundred game during the <laughs> uh play event. Um, which is posted on our PBA Junior Facebook page if anyone anyone wants to see the last couple shots. Uh, and she ended up winning the girls' divisions for her second PBA junior title. Uh, sweet kid, great parents. Uh, she's our first PBA junior ambassador, of which we've got six. And, uh, yeah, the talent is incredible. She's 14 years old. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but we had that Jimmy Allen um, celebrity clash. And yeah. she was invited to participate in that. She won it. Yeah. Um, and she had to beat uh, Terrell Owens, uh, T.O., to, for the title, and she did. <laughs> so, you know, you mentioned something there. I want you to do it again. Um, I got people calling me all the time, wanting to know this, wanting to know that, which is wonderful. I'm going to change my phone number to 411 with all the information that we pass out. But uh, how can anybody find out all they need to know, not only about the kids, but the PBA in general? Some of that, you know, the Facebook pages and, and websites, addresses and things like that have kind of changed a little bit over the years. Give us an update on where they can go to find this stuff out, Mike. Yeah, so so the PBA and PBA Junior, we each have our own separate Facebook pages as well. So if you go on Facebook and you just, uh, you know, search for PBA Junior, you'll be able to find all of the information. We do regular posts on there. And then, of course, PBA.com. Uh, if you go to the PBA website uh, and, and just hover over PBA Tour up at the top, 
you can find the national, the regional PBA 50 tours. And then there's also a link for PBA Junior. Uh, and if you go to the PBA Junior schedule page, which is on that page, we've got a lot of information about the upcoming tournaments. The, you can register there for the national championship regional qualifiers. And then one other thing I, I just want to point out is our affiliate program, where we partner with uh, other tournament organizers around the country. And uh, kids that bowl in those tournaments that are not PBA Junior tournaments, but if they're PBA Junior members, they can earn points towards a scholarship that we'll be awarding at the end of the year. So, again, if you go to the PBA Junior schedule page on PBA.com, we've got a link there for the schedule of all the affiliate tournaments, um, the Jim Welch Memorial Scholarship information, which is what the points go towards. Uh, so there's a whole lot of information on there uh, at PBA.com that, uh, that everybody can see. That's awesome information. In fact, I was jotting it all down myself because – Somebody asked me one day to go find something, and I couldn't find it. And uh, some of it's uh, you have to go to Google to find out, like, about the Hall of Fame and, and things like that. They used to be all in one spot, but they kind of moved it around as time's gone by. But I appreciate you getting all that kind of stuff straightened out. Um, look at the old clock, and we we still got a couple of minutes left. Uh, I could ask you 20 more questions because I'm nosy and because you're so knowledgeable. But uh, is there anything that you want to mention that I haven't talked about yet? Um, not really. I, I, I just appreciate all the questions you have and just, you know, want to get this information out there. You know, I, I did mention a little bit about the affiliate program. And, you know, again, this is one of those things that uh, junior bowlers have so many opportunities to compete in events where they can earn scholarship money. You know, I, I think I mentioned on the last time I was on the show when we ran, rolled out our, our regional program, our thought was, oh, we need to have as many of these as possible. <laughs> and one of the things that we found out is that every time we were trying to schedule something, we're bumping up against another junior tournament. So we went back to the drawing board, and I told everybody, I was like, look, I, I think we need to work with these other events instead of against them. Uh, I don't want to have a, an event on the same weekend as somebody else. They get 40 entries. We get 40 entries when, when one of us could get 80, right? Um, so that's how we started the affiliate program. And, and when we do our schedule, we're very aware of the, the junior events that are in our area that, from our affiliate partners to make sure that we don't bump up against them. And, you know, the, the kids can go bowl those events and, and we encourage them to. We just want to give them as much opportunities. And that's why we created the Jim Welch Memorial Scholarship. So you can go bowl in a partner event like the Storm Youth Championships, JBTs, all these other events across the country earn those points and they go towards that end of the year scholarship as well as earning points in our, our, our events as well. So it was just another way that, you know, again, we want to give back to these kids. We want to create scholarship opportunities for these kids. And rather than work against these other tournaments, that's why we started the affiliate program. And uh, it's been going really good so far. We've got, I believe it's 34 different affiliate partners. And uh, again, if you go to the PBA junior page on PBA.com, there's a quick link up at the top. Uh, where it's PBA Junior schedule of affiliate tournaments, and that's updated as, as often as possible as we get those tournament updates. Fantastic. You know, I'm really proud of Tom Clark for bringing you along. I'll tell you what, I can hear the passion in your voice, Barbs. Uh, I know you're getting to be an old-timer like me, long tooth and all that, but uh, yeah, sometimes when you get older, you start losing your passion and all that, but not you. You've gotten more passion and I'll tell you, a lot of people ask me, why am I involved with the kids? I said, they're keeping me young. I'm telling you exactly. what. Exactly. 
<laughs> I love it, Bart, but, you know, I'm looking at the old clock. I do want to say one thing about our program, because I mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, all you got to do, kids out there, to the members, is, is give me a call. Uh, text me. Send me an email. Whatever you want to do, and we'll give you a prize. It's, it's that easy. And I said it earlier, Mike gave me some prizes to give away. We bought a whole lot of things. We got towels. We got keychains. We got uh, bag tags. We got all kind of stuff. So let me give you my text. I don't mind people contacting me because, as I said, I'm getting old. I don't sleep. I got a whole lot of more things I want to do. I got four or five things on my bucket list. So I stay awake all night <laughs> answering questions. But, yeah, you can get a hold of me through that is uh, – 520-468-9303. All right. Well, the old clock on the wall does tell me we're out of time, and I can't believe how quickly the time flies on this show. And that's probably why I say it's the fastest show in all of sports. But, Mike, I really appreciate you being on with us and sharing all the information that you did. I enjoyed talking with you, as I've always have. And I want to thank you again. And hopefully I'll get to see you Again, somewhere down the road, then a big thanks to our sponsors, Storm Bowling and Brad Edelman from the High Roller. And before closing, a note to our Phantom Radio Junior Bowlers Club members to send me any kind of a note and we'll send you out a prize. So for Phantom Radio, this is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled and you need some loving care And nothing, well, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me 